Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we talk about important things from the Word of God that apply to our culture today. So I've got a question. How can you tell who's the good guys and who's the bad guys these days? Do you ever wonder about that? We recently have seen in the news, and we've been talking about here, the, the atrocious terrorist attack that went on in Israel as Islamic terrorists from the organization Hamas broke through certain barriers and slaughtered now over a thousand people. Some of the stories are horrendous. Finding uh, yesterday as they found a whole uh, bunch of babies that had been slaughtered. My goodness, some of these things, the hatred that has come, it's just like unfathomable. And you would think that we could all agree who's the bad guys here and that you don't do things like that. You don't slaughter innocent civilians. You don't unarmed civilians, men, women, children, babies. And yet, well, that doesn't seem to be the case that we all agree. Indeed, in our big cities this week, and we continue to see it, people marching through the cities in support of the people who committed these atrocities. It's like shocking And it raises the question, how do you even know what's right? How can you tell who's the good guys these days? How can you tell who's the bad guys? Well, as I commented on this the other day and how shocked I was, someone responded, well, Tom, listen, they're killing babies in our country and saying it's good and right. I guess they got a point. And there's people saying men men can have babies and men, you know, you can change your gender. I guess, is that right? Is that wrong? How can you tell these days? How do you know what's right? How do you, do we, do we have some sort of a standard by which to judge what's good and what's right? Or dare I even say, can we make moral judgments? We've talked here on this channel many times about one of the most misunderstood verses in the Bible, Matthew 7, 1, do not judge lest you be judged, and how some people have been taught Some people, that's the only Bible verse they know, and they think that the teaching of Christianity is to never make a moral judgment, when in fact that verse was directed towards those who were hypocrites, who needed to take the log out of their own eye before they tried to fix other people's lives. But how do you know? How do you know who's the good guys and who's the bad guys? And we live in a time of tremendous moral confusion, Because by and large, people have rejected the standard of God's word. And when we reject the standard of God's word, we're given over to a depraved mind. It says in Romans chapter 1, and to think and to do things that are improper. And when that happens, then as it says in the book of Judges, each person does what's right in his own eyes. We become the, each of us become our own standard of what's right and what's good. We find the good guys often look like me, and the bad guys are different than me. How do you determine it? Well, in our day and age, you know, there's, there's several things that people, some people trust their feelings. They just say, I don't feel good about that guy, or it makes me feel bad, or this situation. Or on the other hand, when I'm around, you know, this, I don't feel this is bad, or I feel this is okay. And, and, and rather than say, I think something's good or bad. They say, I feel it. And it's revealing that rather than have a basis or a standard that comes from thinking, 
It's nothing more than a feeling. Now, sometimes you can, sometimes you're around something and you just have a gut feeling this is a bad situation. But generally speaking, that's not the way to determine what's right or wrong. Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? Some people say they trust their tribe. If this person looks like me, if he's got the same skin color I've got, he must be right. If he's got a different skin color, he must be wrong. If he comes from my nationality, my ethnicity, the, if he's part of my tribe, part of my group, he, he must be right. If he's part of my affinity group, shall we say. If he has a similar sexual orientation as I have. If he has a similar, uh, uh, well, and this leads to the next one, politics that I have. He must be right. And so this, this idea that they're like me. And if they're like me, and I think I'm right, then they must be right. That's how some people think. That's how some people think, and that's not the right way to think. Although at times, if you're in the right tribe, shall we say, we'll talk about this in just a moment, who is the right tribe, it can, can, it can contribute to understanding, but, but you don't judge people based on being part of the same group. Or how about the same politics? Once again, this can contribute and you can help, this can help you understand I tend to lack trust in people who have politics that are really, really, really messed up. And yet, is politics our ultimate standard of right and wrong? For many people, it is. If a Democrat says it, that means it's right. They trust it. Or on the other side, if a Republican says it, that means it's right. They trust it. They're not thinking for themselves. They're not thinking for themselves. They're trusting people who are part of their group, like I said, it might have been earlier, their tribe could have been ethnicity or their politics, or finally, they may trust their authority. If he's on the TV, he must be right. If he's on the internet, he must be right. If he, if he has a news show, he must be right. If he wrote a book, he must be right. If, he, if he's on the news, he must be right. And people don't think for themselves and evaluate and consider how do you make right decisions? My friends, we live in a world where a lot of people just aren't thinking these days. I must confess, I've talked this week to more than one person that, and uh, this whole thing in Israel, I brought it up, they don't even know about it. And they have no idea who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. No idea. And, and even ask me, well, what's going on? What's the issue? Why are, why are people angry over there? Why don't the people in, in Hamas, why don't they like the Jews? What's the problem? And, and, I'm, and there are a lot of people in our day and age who are both uninformed and aren't really thinking about this. Hopefully that's not you. Hopefully it's not you. And if it is, hopefully you're doing something about it to be in a situation where you can learn and educate yourself. Because look what the scripture says. As a result, and by the way, as a result of the teaching of the church and of godly people, the gifted people God has given who are to equip us and help us be strong and knowledgeable and wise. As a result of these gifted teachers, we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by ways and carried about by every wind of doctrine or every wind of teaching, every idea, by the trickery of men, by the craftiness and deceitful scheming. My folks, uh, folks, my friends, this is the world that was the world Paul lived in, and it's no different today. There are people who they're grown, they're grown up people, but they're 
children in their thinking. They're, they're tossed here and there by, the. It's, it's like they're a ship out in the sea with no rudder, no sail. They're just tossed back and forth by the latest things they've heard, by the latest things someone's saying, by some celebrity, by some newscast, by some story. And, they, and they're tossed back and forth like, like a ship on the waves. And we're not to be like that. We're not to be tricked by people. There are tricky people out there. There are liars out there. There are deceitful people out there. There are people who scheme against us out there. And we're not to be deceived by them. We're not to be carried about. We're not to be taken in by their trickery and deception. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. My message today, my challenge today, is that we're to grow up in all aspects. Our Christian faith is to require us, it requires us to become mature, grown up, wise, understanding, to become more and more like Christ in the way we act, the way we think, how we discern things, how we understand things. My friends, we're to grow up. Don't be content to be a spiritual babe. Don't be content to be a babe in your thinking, in your understanding, and how can you tell if you are? You're just carried about by the latest things that happen to be talked about. You don't have something solid to stand upon. Now, as we grow, how do we do this? Sometimes we do have to trust people. I get asked sometimes, Tom, what news sources do you trust? Where do you go for your news? How do you know what to think? Do you just, you know, some people say, well, I wish we just had some objective source so we could figure it out ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that's just not going to happen in today's world, my friend. And we're going to have to, you're going to have to learn how to trust some people. And you want to trust people who have earned your trust. You know, in these last few years, I hate to say it, but a lot of organizations, a lot of our government, a lot of aspects of our government, a lot of people, sometimes even some of our churches have really violated our trust. Some doctors have violated our trust medical people, some law enforcement people have violated our trust. Some political leaders have violated our trust. Some parts of our government that we thought were trustworthy have violated. Listen, if the mass media has not violated your trust by now, you're not paying attention because it's become more and more an advocacy group and less and less trying to just simply report what's going on. The, the line between commentary, advocacy, and 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 uh, and straight out reporting has been blurred t tremendously in our day and age but some people have earned our trust and some haven't they've earned their trust how can you earn your trust i think i i look for two things number one someone who fears god and believes his word they fear god and they believe the word of god this is foundational if people don't fear god if they reject God, if they mock God, if they say there is no God, that that doesn't mean they're always wrong, but it means they don't have, I'm skeptical of such people. Why? Because to know what's true, we need an objective standard outside of our feelings, outside of our tribe, outside of our politics, outside of earthly authority. We need the objective standard of God and his word. That's where we must be looking. If you want to know who's the good guy and who's the bad guy, you must start with the Word of God. 
You must go there. God's word is our authority. God, because God is our authority. And, and the more areas of life that you allow God and God's authority, God's word, and those who fear, honor, and respect God to be guiding you and helping you think through things, the more areas, the broader that is, then the wiser you will be. In other words, my friends, I believe God calls, God calls us to think not just about how I get to heaven, but we want to have leadership. We want to have people who are helping me think about all of life from a Christian perspective, from a, respect, a perspective that fears God and his word. And then secondly, that they demonstrate discernment. They demonstrate discernment. They, what is discernment? Discernment and wisdom is the ability to look at life and think of how God and his word applies to it. There are many people who know a lot of theology, but they have no idea. How does that apply to my personal life? How does that apply to my marriage? How does that apply to our country? How does that apply to our government, our politics, our economics, our life? How does God's word apply to life? There are plenty of people out there. They know the word of God, but they don't have the discernment to know how to apply it. And so this is what I look for, and this is what I encourage. I might add, if I can humbly state, this is why we come here every day. If you're new, you, I welcome you. But this is why we, there's a growing group of us who come here regularly because we say, I want to know the Word of God, and I want to know how it applies to life. I want to be discerning. I want to be wise. More and more, we're in a culture where you can't, where, where, where who are the good guys and who are the bad guys there's a difference of opinion because there's a different standard. Indeed, if your standard is your feelings, your tribe, your politics, or, or, or the earthly human authority versus the authority of God and his words, we're going to come at different things. And this is the cultural battle of our world today. What is the right standard? Is it us? Is it God? And we want to be people who know God. The, the, the messages that say it's us it's humans, and we don't need God. They are strong. They're powerful. And if you're not wise to them, you will be deceived by the trickery of men and their deceitful scheming. That's why it's so important to be in the Word of God every day. So I'm so grateful for those of you who do come here every day, whether you come live in the morning or at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, or you watch later in the day, or you listen to the podcast and the Apple Spotify or Google platform, your commitment to want to know the Word of God is admirable. It's admirable. Let's pray about this. Father in heaven, we come to you today and we just think we are part of a culture that is adrift. And we once, were, we, we once could agree on what we saw in Israel this weekend. We, we could agree that's bad. And Lord, we no longer, it seems like there's significant elements that no longer would agree with that. Lord, we once <clears throat> could agree on what a man and a woman is, who can have a baby, what is the what is the proper good behavior sexually, Lord? These these morals, these 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 standards have been lost. We once could agree on who God was, and Father, I confess that we live in a time where our country, our culture, has gone adrift, like like a ship in the sea with no rudder and no uh, sails. And I pray for those of us who, who love you and love your word and love one another and who love the truth and base our life on the truth that comes from God, not just the feelings I have. Oh, God, give us strength. Give us discernment. Give us wisdom.
Give us understanding of the Word of God. Help us to study it. It's the light to our path. It's, it, it's, it's strength to us. It's food to our soul. Might we be people of the Word of God? And might we grow up in all aspects unto Him? Might we have uh, wisdom and discernment? And might we be bright, shining light in a culture adrift? Might we be bright, shining lights? And might you use us to bring many to faith in Jesus Christ and to see that life with you is the way life is to be lived? We bless you and love you. I pray today. I pray today for each of us. Give us this strength. We pray today, Lord, for those suffering in Israel. We pray these hostages would be released. We pray, Lord, that justice would be done. We pray the good guys would prevail over the bad guys. We pray, Father, that they'd have the support of the world. We pray, Lord, comfort those who've suffered so deeply. We pray, Lord, for these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. And we pray for protection in our country because what happened over there could easily happen over here in our day as well. Hey, God bless you. Thanks for joining me. I love to have you along. If you're new, a special welcome to you. I hope you come here regularly. Subscribe to the channel, like the video on your way out, share with your friends, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Okay? God bless you. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.